Hello and welcome to Rickwood's Writer's Room Podcast on today, which is Sunday the 16th of December. Not long to go now until the holiday season has truly reached its climax. Um, Thank you to all of those who attended my webinar um, on Wednesday. It was really useful to be able to, I hope it was really useful for you, and it was great to be able to talk to to so many of you and, and teach you all about how to redraft your book to perfection. If you did miss that webinar, then there is a replay on the website, which is rickwardswritersroom.com. Um, and today, um, we're going to be talking about, uh, to do with craft, we're going to be talking about point of view, and specifically, of course, who you tell your story's point of view from. And um, that, can, that can change pretty much everything about your story. Um, so there's there's some obvious ones. I'm going to delve into each 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 one and and, uh, and talk about what it adds and give some examples of how authors have used that point of view before. So uh, the first one would be first person. So first person is when you tell a story from I basically saying I did this, I did that. You tell it from the point of view of one of your characters. In doing this, you take on that character's beliefs. A perspective and everything that you say and everything that you write in a story will be swayed toward that character's point of view, which might be difficult if you've got quite a horrible character uh, with some controversial beliefs maybe and you don't personally agree with that character, but that doesn't matter. You can't let that come across. You've got to give the opinion of that character as if it's gospel. You've got to give the opinion of the character in the way that character would have it without without criticising it. Um, You've got to put on the mask of that character and tell the story through it. And sometimes that can lead to some very interesting interesting uh, prose that, that we can interpret in certain ways. An example is My Sister Lives on the Mantelpiece. It's told from the point of view of a ten-year-old boy who, five years ago, his sister was killed in the London terrorist attack. And he was five, so he was too young to really understand it. And he comes from it from a child's point of view, and it's very obvious that he doesn't he doesn't quite get it. Um, for example, he he starts saying, "I don't see why we can't say dead, 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 dead." And of course, we as a reader know that, and we don't share that value. We understand about being sensitive toward his family, but he, as a child, is expressing that value. The the author has written it through his point of view. Um, another example, he talks about how. He, his mum's face went all wet and splodgy and her cheeks were wet. We obviously know that she's crying, but he didn't seem to have that understanding within it. American Psycho is another example whereby um, the the whole story is told from a psychopath's point of view. He's very focused and superficial, and he talks about things that he does to people that are probably far too explicit for me to say in this podcast. And he he says all from this character's point of view. At no point do you think the author's a psychopath. Anyway, you probably don't. Um, but the way that it's written is very much from, from the point of view of a psychopath. Another alternative is to have multiple first-person point of view. So that means that you don't just take on one person's point of view, but you normally take a chapter for different different people's point of views. An example of this is Girl 4, where it's a, a serial killer hunting detective, and we have a chapter told from first person from the detective, a chapter told first person from the psychopath, a chapter told first person from each of the victims. And of course we get the same events told from different perspectives. And we really get to see inside the head, and that's that's what makes that book so fascinating. Um, this, this style can turn a lot of people off, 
Um, it's not always an easy style to write in, and it's not always uh, easy to be consistent within the characters. But if you can pull it off and ignore the fact that there will be a minority who really dislike the, the style of writing, multiple first-person point of view, it can be very effective. And then you've got a third person there, the two times of third person, there's third person biased and third person omniscient. So third person biased is where you tell it as in he, she, they, but for 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 that chapter or for the book, you take on you still take on the point of view slightly of one of the characters. So um say you've got a character called Bill, one called Jane. From one might be having an interaction for one character, you you kind of lean toward be uh, to to Bill's stance, and the next character you lean toward Jane's stance, um, and that will shape kind of the way that you said. It's not quite as deep as first person. You don't go as far into their psyche and into their perspective as first person, but you still put it to their point of view. And if you, for example, say what someone's thoughts are, you wouldn't say it for both characters within one chapter. You would give Bill's thoughts within his chapter and Jane's thoughts within her chapter. A third person omniscient is when there is no bias and you just tell the story and then you've got second person where you tell it as you, so you do this and you're telling the reader that they do this, they do that. This was very much used within um, choose your own adventure stories. Um, I had them as I was a kid, where you have to choose what happens next. And if you want to go down this puddle, if you want to go down this alley, do this, and then then you've got to decide based on what you want to do. Uh, there aren't really many stories told this way, and I've seen one or two attempted, and it doesn't really work. But one book that kind of utilizes the style within first person uh, point of view is a book called You by Carolyn Kempness where the main character is told first person, but he addresses all his thoughts toward you as if we're the person that he's sexually objectifying and pop... Well, I don't want to tell you what happens in the end, but is, is perhaps being a bit violent toward. Um, so there you go, those are your different choices as to point of view. First person, multiple first person, third person omniscient, third person biased, and second person. Don't forget, if you would like to get all the resources on my website in one handy ebook, just go to the website, you can get that for free. That's rickwoodswritersroom.com and then click on join the writers room. Until next time, goodbye.